you follow thousands of people on your social nets, Twitter, Instagram. What is that? I think just I'm impulsive. Welcome to the number one friendship podcast in the country. I'm Aaron Cairo. I'm Matt Ritter. Man of the Year is brought to you by Happy Head, the dermatologist prescribed customized hair growth solution. Go to happyhead.com and use promo code FRIEND for 55% off. That's happyhead.com, promo code FRIEND. Cairo, we have built an incredible community here. We have. I love our fans, our champs, as we call them. Oh, I think we're calling them fans of the year. Ooh, maybe, or champs. We haven't decided yet. But I will say they have been really supportive and it's been awesome building this and we're doing this for you guys, but also a little bit for ourselves. And I have one dream that I think you share, and that is to get the most famous friends on this podcast. Talking about Ben and Matt? Yeah, Ben and Matt. And I wanted to say it out loud because I want to talk it into existence. You know what that's called? Manifesting? Manifesting. Manifesting. Ben and Matt. 100th episode. Manifesting of the year. I think we could do it. You like that? Manifesting of the year. Manifesting of the year. year. Yeah. I think we can do it too, but we're going to need your help, guys. Anybody who knows. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're going to have a better. No, no. Just if any of our fans know Matt Damon or Ben Affleck, tell them about us. I feel like we know a couple people who. We probably have some connections. Probably better than our own community, probably. So, Matt, I have a question for you. This is a big philosophical question. So scared. Do you think net net society as a whole is better off with social media or before social media? The question that haunts us all. Wow, you came in with a mother load of questions. I thought it was going to be a dumb question for some reason. It's a really smart one. I mean, what a backhanded <laughs> compliment. What a backhanded Well, because you came in, like, I thought it was going to yeah. be like a jokey oh, one. Oh, I got it. I got it. You know, you, you set it up. Like, Classic when you, Mr. When you, when, you, when you said you gave up drinking and then you were like, tequila. Right. I yes. thought you were pulling the yeah. uh, weird for it. And I was like, oh, yeah. shit, this is a really tough one. Give me, a, give me a minute to, to, to process it. But can, do you have like the pros and cons laid out? And then I can kind of weigh in. Well, the pros would be greater connection. Yeah. Now, the viability of that connection is up for debate. But I mean, having access to anybody the entire world. Oh, by the way, can I just ask, are we just through our prism of friendship? Is that what no, we're no, really this asking is, this about? Is society as Just a as a whole. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, being able to connect with people you would never meet. Um, I, oftentimes when I'm scrolling through TikTok and I'm like, wow, this is like a lifestyle, a point of view, something I would never know that people do X. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, the amount of information we have is mm-hmm. generally information is good. Mm-hmm. More information, the better. The cons would be now we're like stuck on our phones. We're not meeting face to face. And obviously we just feel horrible about ourselves. Right. We feel terrible. It's making terrible. driving down the depression and suicide rates sky high. Look, I do think, let's just go back to the pros. I think all advances in technology, like generally are good when you have access to more information and they're like, you know, channels of thought, cultural diffusion, all those things connect. And when the world becomes more connected, we all benefit. Like look at poverty rates, 
decline 90% well, over the past century. That's correlation, not causation. No, I'm saying I think it's caused by interconnectedness. Mm. All the advances, I think, partly are technology, but then also connectedness yeah. of that technology. It's like we all learn from each other and this cross-pollination of ideas, it's like exponential, right? Mm. So now we've reached, that's why you see technology advancing at such a geometric rate now, it's because we're all so interconnected. So I think the more connected we become, the quicker we can advance all these things in medicine and technology, science. This is one of the closest you've ever been to the mic. All right, I'll back, I'll back <laughs> up for you. Do you. You know the advances in microphone technology cannot stop. They Matt. cannot, they can never stop. They can <laughs> never stop this guy. Um, so all that stuff, great. Have we figured out how to harness the goodness or squeeze all the positives out and not just let the negatives run wild of social media? No. I mean, we were out of college when social media was invented. Facebook. Mm. Your kids, kids, mm. kids now, the growing up with it, is it destroying them or are we over? I think it is. Because even me, I'm a 43-year-old man. I'm very comfortable with yeah. myself. I think too I'm comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, I'm like, is something wrong with my body? I mean, like, I no, have body dis. Yeah, no, I think so, it's. I yeah. think it's. 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 It's a real problem. We have. We need to. We need to like address it. A lot of times, like the legal system is always behind technology. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I was just thinking about it. when you talk about like friendship or when we were in college, like you made plans with people, man. You had to keep those plans, dude. When we were in college, Facebook was an actual book. Yeah. Did you, you got a Facebook. You got the Facebook. It was a little yearbook of every yeah. freshman's pictures. Oh, I went right through that thing. Oh, yeah. Circled them. Oh, yeah. Pages stuck together. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, before we get off topic, Matt, I just want to make, I want you to make yeah. a determination. Better off with social media or not better off? <sighs> Man. You know, I'm a simple guy. I'm I know. say not better off. Damn it. That's what I was going to say. I thought we were going to be. Oh. oh, yeah. Wow. Maybe just remember how. That's just, I don't right. know, just, just everything, like just making plans, getting to know people when you were actually with somebody and they weren't on their phones and you were just engaged. Now you go out, you go out to like a Sunday brunch. You could be at a brewery. That's like the most fun activity you can yeah. think of. Yeah. And there's eight people at the table, eight people on their phones. Do you know, um, like Billy Joel, I'm sure he does, like did like a famous concert, like at Shea. This was like in the eighties. Yeah. Was, was that, you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. And, uh, was at my folks place a couple months ago and it was on, I don't know, HBO or something. Yeah. And I'm watching it and I'm just like, I'm like, something's different about this. And I'm like, Oh, nobody has phones. Nobody, nobody had phones. Yep. Oh, Theo's coming in here. Coming in hot here. I don't know if you guys saw LeBron broke the scoring record recently. Yeah. And, um, like the photo of him doing the fadeaway, you can see in the background, every single person in the stands is just recording. You're just missing life. Every <laughs> single person except for one, Phil Knight, not recording, owner of Nike. Wow, what a great shot. I just saw Seinfeld, actually. It's, it's very similar. Uh, somebody asked him, was it okay to bring your um, tablet to a concert and record? And he's like, yeah, it's great. Then you have two bad experiences. <laughs> Who said that? Seinfeld. He's like, then you don't get to enjoy it, and you also have a bad recording of it. I guess that, I mean, first of all, Phil Knight doesn't need recordings of stuff. So nah, I don't know if that's the best. Phil Knight gets it. Obama. He lived. Mean, Did you read Phil Knight's biography? He lived, man. That guy was flying. He's old. dead? Oh, yeah. No, he's very much alive. <laughs> 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 no, I was Bill like, Knight's what? very much alive. I mean, 
He lived. I'm saying he's still living. But I, <laughs> sorry, Phil. We we're not oh get, get kicking any dirt on you. He's very much alive. <sighs> I just meant I read his biography, and the guy lived. He took chances. He traveled the world. I mean, he was dead broke traveling the world. Yeah, and just trying to make something happen. And you know what he didn't? Have? He wasn't on his phone. But you know what? And, and and we'll bring this back to friendship a little bit. I have a little bit of a um, devil's advocate to this. I have some pictures on my phone of friends, of events that I cherish, that I gives me so much joy. I don't even remember the actual moment. Yeah. Not, not because I was taking a picture because I was like, it was 10 years ago. I'm not saying social media has no benefit. Right. You said net net. Yes. A million positive. Like being able to reconnect with people yeah. that you, you lost touch with. You literally could right. never, ever do this. Like, like imagine 20 years ago or like our parents' generation, like if they didn't get the information of somebody they studied abroad with. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was it. That was they it. just tell their kids like, oh yeah, I met this guy named Ivan when I was in Russia and like, that's it. We, we fell in love. Yeah. You know? The kid's like, is that why I don't look like yeah. daddy? <laughs> never talk to him again. So let's bring it to friendship, social media. Yeah. Has it been a net positive for friendship? I mean, it's definitely helped on the positive side reconnect with a lot of people. Yeah. Like that's definitely, I think it's so much easier to kind of keep tabs lightly on a lot more people that you right. would have not been able to. It would have been like either too much of an effort or too uh, much of an imposition. So, sort of the one-way communication of you posting a pic of you, like when I have this baby, yeah, just being able to post that pic and have everybody kind of know that that's what's going on in my life is very easy versus me having to call or whatever or send postcards to right. 30 people. But also I want more people than the 30 people to know about it. There's a lot of other people in my life that we may not even be close friends, but I still, this is the way to kind of just let them be just attached in some way. I think social media is probably a net positive for me for friendship. I like seeing what friends are up to without necessarily like talking to them yeah. all the time. Now, fine line. Yeah. You need to see your friends, talk to your yeah. friends. But like, you know, that awareness of like, yeah. I don't know if you go to Disneyland, you don't necessarily tell me. I'm like, oh, he went to Disneyland. Right. I, you know, the couple friends we have who are Luddites who are not on social, yeah. I'm definitely less close to them. Right, because you don't know what's going on, so you don't really know to check in on certain things. Right. You're saying unless we're saying that, like, well, you shouldn't need social media, but this is, it's 2023. Right, I mean. right. But I think what I'm saying is, I think the great part about social media is that for the people who aren't even your super inner circle, like, you still might want to know what's going on. You might, it might gives you an excuse to kind of check in with them that you wouldn't without social. I just don't know what that excuse would be. I don't know how you would check in with somebody you went to college with if you didn't see a post about them or even think to do it. I think it kind of triggers your, but I think also the flip side is like Kiro saying he likes this, but then man, he's, he's real quick to pull that trigger. You know what trigger I'm talking about? I'm talking about that unfollow. Oh man, this guy's like, <laughs> <laughs> so that he's actually, got an itchy unfollow <laughs> finger. <laughs> so that actually brings us to our listener question. Asking for a friend. Guys, this is asking for a friend. If you have a friendship-related question, send it in. We'll answer it on air. So uh, one of our friends actually asked me this. IRL. Uh, ironically, this was an IRL question Ooh. for social media, and it was very much what you just asked, which is she was saying that she's got a friend who posts a lot. Mm. Posts a lot. Over excessive posting. And she was like, when is the 
she was basically like, when is the line where I unfollow like a good friend? Mm. What do you think about that? I just picture you, by the yeah. way, the king uh-huh. unfollower. Here's uh, here's here's my analogy. Yeah, K-Row's like that old man with a shotgun. Was <laughs> like, get off my lawn. No, no, no. get I'm, off my feet. Right, get, get, yeah. get off my feet. Yeah, and people who post too much are those uh, Amway. <laughs> like door to door sales yeah. and they walk up to Cairo's house and they ring the bell and all the ears <laughs> <laughs> get out of my feed. Well, I'm first of all, I will I mute. I think you've learned that lesson from people realizing that. Oh, did someone get mad at me because I unfollowed them? I, I, no, I just think it's been noticed by a few people. I've realized that unfollow is like aggressive. Well, now I think the mute button was invented. Because of like the hostilities that the unfollow caused. The only reason why I think you would unfollow is because it like then makes your ratio better. Mm. So you're a person. I have a question for you. Asking for a friend to you. To me. You follow thousands of people on your social nets. Twitter, Instagram. What is that? I think just I'm impulsive. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what I thought you were going to say? You are a fucking impulsive yeah that is your number one that's your toxic trait impulsive yeah Yeah. but i mean is it you know it's like sometimes somebody says something that i like and then i'm just like oh they must be somebody i really need to know what's going on and then like quickly realize that's totally not true but how do you even physically use social media like when i so this is typical k craziness i i look at everybody's i scroll till i hit the you've already seen this before oh I'm barely scrolling other people's stuff. I'm too in my own shit. <laughs> yeah. So you're not even really seeing what other people are up to. Nah, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that busy looking at other people. But when you see nonsense in your feed, you just go, ah, you keep it. You keep them in. Yeah. I keep them in. Cause I'm like, we're creators. I'm less, I'm less of a, of, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really following. You're following me. That's how I see it. We're creators. Yeah. We're creators. We're Never been more creators. Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're very Gen Z right yeah, now. Yeah. I'm a content creator. No. So the question is, when do you unfollow or, or how when, do you unfollow? When do you unfollow? When do you mute? How much is too much? Yeah. I, so like if you're seeing their stuff more than you'd like, unfollow. That's it. Simple. If it's causing you to even ask that question, bye-bye. Yeah. Mute. But mute. You should but mute. mute them. Yeah. You should mute them. If it's a friend. Can you mute on Twitter? Yeah. They have that now too. I think I think all the social yeah. medias have realized there's this happy medium between, oh, this could cause a problem if I unfollow this person. Right. It's like unnecessarily harsh. Sometimes I'm like, no. Yeah. Didn't you unfollow one of our friends' brands? No, I unsubscribed for this mail. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one. I that think one we hurts. talked about this. Yeah, that one hurts. Un- getting unsub- asking somebody to unsubscribe that hurts. First of all, as someone who's been running a mailing list since 1997, who every day for the past 25 years, gets a report of who unsubscribes. Ooh. Think about that. Ooh, that's every emotional. Every day for 25 Ooh, that years. That is too much emotion to go through every day. That's too much personal stuff. I, I, sometimes I change it to weekly. But uh, yeah, that's, that's, just a, that's just a roller coaster of emotions. Every, did you do that in the mornings? Uh, I think it comes at night or something Ooh, like that. God, before you go to bed, you're just like... <sighs> but uh, we were following... I was following... Uh, I was on a mailing list of our buddy. He's a company. By the way, that was an example. You weren't on the mailing list. I was on the mailing yeah. list. I signed up for the mailing list. Our buddy has a small business. Better to have loved and lost than <laughs> not to have loved at all. And the guy was sending a lot of, a lot of email marketing, but I stayed on because I want to be aware of his business. Yeah. And then his partner unsubscribed from my mailing list. 
And I said, I said, uh, I said, quid pro quo. Quoth the raven. Yeah. Quid pro pro quo. Legal (laughs) So that was asking for a friend. Send in your questions. We'll answer them on air. Asking for a friend. Have I ever told you about my social media hygiene? I mean, guys, Cairo has so many rules. (laughs) And I've known this guy for so long. And when he says he has a new one, I'm almost like, holy cow, it never ends. There's no end to the amount of rules that this man, you know, he's like one of those computer programs. Like he's like chat GPT. He's still learning. He's still got new things. He's got new tricks. Well, because of the deleterious effects of social media on your self-esteem, on your, you know, uh, detention span, I created a... I call it my social media hygiene to kind of avoid some of that. Mm. It's mostly for Instagram because that's my favorite social network. Okay. Instagram, I think, is the best. You're more of a Twitter. No, I like Instagram a lot too. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're doing daily yeah. daily Instagram stories, which I <laughs> he loathes. Scroll. He skips. Right he skips. Sometimes I'll deign to give him a heart. Sometimes I'm like, yeah. I don't want to encourage him. Yeah. So the rule number one, I only follow people I've met in real life. Oh, see, I don't follow that at all. Interesting. Yeah. So you made that a rule because you had followed people you were not. I'm saying you, this is a new rule. You're always at this. This rule. is a couple of years. Okay. No good comes from following a celebrity. Okay. Well, I was hoping that if, if we follow Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, that they will start listening to the podcast and then want to come on the pod. But other than that, yeah. yeah. Now I have met with slash worked with some celebrities. So I am able to follow them. Right. Tom DeLong. <laughs> yeah. Tom DeLong, Blink-182, Channing Tatum. Follow you back? Um, yeah. Uh, Tom DeLong follows me okay. back. Channing? Channing? I no. I don't think so. Wow. Um, that's messed up, Channing. I, I was at a rehearsal dinner and um, Dakota Fanning happened to be at this rehearsal dinner. Yeah. And I was giving a speech. Yep. And I, I referenced her in the speech. Uh, and then afterwards she said that was really funny and she gave me a hug. And in my head I go, Follow, 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 I will follow you. <laughs> I'm like, I we met. Follow. I go, run away, run away, <laughs> run away, I will follow. As we're hugging, I go, well, we met. She goes, what? I got nothing. Anywhere you go, I'll follow you down. Follow you down, but not that far. Come on. Yes, I know this. Gin Blossoms? Come on. I know this song. Uh, number two. Or is that Toad the Wet Sprocket? I don't remember. Number two, as we discussed, I will unfollow, I will mute. Uh, like, if anyone is like, if, if even a good friend, yeah, not you, but even a good friend, I'm like, bro, if they're just, what is just, it? What would give me an example of a thing that has made you go? Cause I think some of our audience is like, why did that person unfollow me? And maybe they, if they hear Carol's yeah. hard and fat, cause I don't have any of these rules. And I think that's why I'm healthier as a human, but that's fine. Go ahead. No, this is hygiene. This yeah, is I hygiene. know. I still think overposting is rule number yeah, one. Yeah. I have, I have none of these rules and I'm just, oh, my life is so calm in here. It's so yeah. calm in here. Yeah. Yeah. Overposting is the number one rule. Overposting. What do you consider overposting? That's the question. Like, I'm sure I'm an overposter. Yeah, I mean, like once a day, it seems like a lot. The people need to know what's going on in the baby's room. <laughs> the people need to see the paint job. Once a day is people need to see my paint work of just fucking nonsense. I can't deal with that. Uh, but it also depends what they're posting. Yeah, like we're posting funny clips. Yeah. Yes. As I said, I'm a content creator, so I don't really, I'm not really bothered by anybody else's, by anyone else's. Well, that's because you're not even looking at it. Yeah, but I'm saying you don't have to look at any of this stuff. Well, when I'm scrolling through my feed, how do I, what do you mean? So the instant 
so just just the fact that it's instantaneously in your feed that you just having to scroll past it yeah. is enough for you to just go. Because I want to get down to my real friends. Right. Uh, but I didn't realize, you know, that actually like sometimes I'm like, this guy's crazy. But then I'm like, this guy actually cares about his friends. Yes. Like that's the crazy part is like you on some level, this is the most maniacal <laughs> thing I have ever heard in my life. But on the other level, I'm like, no, no, no. that's what social media was intended for. Here's a guy who's actually paying attention to every person on his entire feed and he'll check in with them based on what he sees on their social media. Like Mark Zuckerberg couldn't have dreamed of a better candidate when he came up with the idea. I think, well, we just, he stole the idea, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Thank you. Thank you for that, those kind of words. Uh, my last uh, social media hygiene is I very rarely watch Instagram stories. Because mm, that one really the, hurts my feelings. That's, that's that hurts me the most. No, you're more of a real guy. Both. Are you? I'm all over both. Uh, Instagram stories is really where the how do you pronounce it? Where the banality comes mm -hmm. in. Yeah. Just like guys. I mean, we have a few friends that post like 30 of those a day, and I think it, that was like somewhere a couple of years ago. Instagram said we will boost you up if you post 30 stories in a day, and they're still on that. I'm like, the algorithm doesn't love you, bro. Relax. I mean, it's just the things that people post on the, now. There's also some cool stuff. I love a good, yeah. but I'm just like, I can't deal with it. Oh, I forgot. I have one more. One more. Mm, there's always one more rule. Whenever <laughs> you think you've reached the end of Kiro's rules, Kiro <laughs> Chat GPT comes up with one more. I only check Instagram in the, in the morning and at night. Ooh, I don't think you should check social before bed. That's that's no that's no no. Mine. When I say night, I mean when I'm finishing work. You know, you know. I don't think you should do either. Should never check it. No, I just don't think it should be the first or last thing you do in a day. Not, I'm not talking about when I first wake up in the morning, but like sit down at my desk. I'm making up my own hygiene. <laughs> yeah. Matt's social media hygiene is yeah. just very simple. Don't check it right when you wake up. Don't let it be the last thing before you go to bed. No, that's insane. Who, who does that? Well, I sometimes will wake up and check Twitter. Worst thing you can do for your mental health. Now, what do you think about waking up and checking the news, but not Twitter? Also worse for your mental health. But then what are you doing? You just look at your email. First thing you do, get up. Shower, meditate, work out. Whoa, 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 whoa. You get up and you don't look at your phone. No. Bullshit. No, I'm trying not to. I'm saying like, this is the goal. This is, that, this is Matt's little like levels of, of dishonesty. <laughs> uh, no, this is what I do. Well, I'm trying to do this. Well, no, I'm no, starting no, doing I'm this. Saying, I did it once. I know. I'm saying I go through cycles. Like okay. sometimes I do it and I find myself, it's unhealthy. I, yeah. I think it's much better when I get up, go shower or go work out or go meditate and get on my walk. Listen to a podcast that is unrelated sports, something very mindless mm -hmm. before I get into locked into what's going you on. Don't look at your notifications, your texts or your emails. <sighs> it's very hard not to. That's not my question. I know. I'm, I just made up these rules just now. <laughs> I'm making it up for future Matt. Cause you got to no, no, This isn't Matt currently. This is future Matt. I'm, I'm making up Matt GPT. You got This is, this is Matt GPT. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Kiro. You know what's better than getting a sponsor? Keeping, Keeping a sponsor. sponsor. Isn't it amazing? Happy Head was our initial sponsor and they've come back. So you know what that means? They're, they're happy. Like us. Oh, they're, they're happy. And you know who else is happy? Our fans. The, obviously, the hair loss solution that is customizable is working for each and every one of you. So they have a concierge service. 
By the way, my dad pronounces concierge concierge. I love when people take one word in their vocabulary and just twist it a little. But he can't say it. You know what I love? Amateur. When people say amateur in no, golf. No, but you're saying they do that on purpose. I don't know if they're doing it on purpose. Is no. your dad doing it on purpose? He, yeah, he just doesn't know how to say concierge. Well, well, Happy Head has a concierge service. Concierge service. You're getting dermatologist prescribed hair growth treatment. You've got people there for you along your hair growth journey. And we love them because they're our sponsor. Again, I just picture them rolling up with a black car and opening the door and all of a sudden a life with better hair is inside. <laughs> we should say black car service, not included. Not included, but yeah, concierge is. So guys, go to happyhead.com, use promo code FRIEND for 55% off. That's happyhead.com, promo code FRIEND. And we're back. So I know you have a lot of rules, but some people are very sensitive about it. Like if you don't like their post or you don't comment on a, on a big life event, like, are you sensitive to that? Do you think friends should be sensitive to that? It's interesting because I think I've actually been more generous with my likes than I used to be. Oh, he's breaking his own rules. Just, the manscaping is getting a little hairy. Because I just, uh, you know, uh, first I used to be like, I'm not liking all this stuff. Then I'm like, no, it costs me nothing. It costs me nothing. That's Matt's rule. Costs you nothing. So I do some likes. Um, if it's a good friend and they post something big, I will always comment. Um, and also there's a few friends that like, like our buddy Pat, uh, like I, I always like his posts. He's, you he's know, a good, he's a good social feed. Yeah. And he, oh, he responds. I will almost say to, he responds to every one of my IG stories with a, with a, like, with a flame. Yeah. Every one yeah, of my like, Pat, I love you. He's very good at social. Yeah. He's very good. But he works in, you know, that pub realm publicity. publicity yeah. So he happens to be very yeah. good at it. Um, I don't think I've ever got anybody really met, maybe an ex-girlfriend or something that I didn't like, like, or whatever. But if you producer Theo, you, you have to like every one of your girlfriend's posts. Yes. I will hear about it if, uh, if I do not. But I mean, that costs you nothing. You should just do it. Yeah, I should. But yeah. sometimes, you know, you don't think about it. You scroll past it, whatever. But it's just well, easier to hit the like button, avoid the conflict sometimes. Yeah. You know? I mean, Jess doesn't post that much. I doubt she's liking all of my. It's too many. No, there's no it's way. Nobody's, nobody's liked all my posts. There's definitely not one person in my feed that can keep up. No, it's impossible. I think, impossible. It's, I think it cuts you off after a while. Yeah. Now, do you remember in MySpace when, like, you had, like, a top eight? Oh, yeah. I, Were I, you big on MySpace? Do you remember what your, uh, your likes were? No. I don't remember. I don't, I don't like, I'm, I'm kind of black. You'll remember if I tell you, your MySpace bio said likes, skullduggery like? and snuff porn. <laughs> That's 27 year old Matt right there. Yeah. In a, nut, in a nutshell. Oh my God. It's still skullduggery and snuff porn. That was what I actually yeah. had in the bio. I'm sure we could go to the, as a, as a lawyer. Yeah. As a Kirkland and Ellis yeah. lawyer. Oh God. I'm sure we could go on the Wayback Machine and fuck Oh God, what was head. yours? It was like, uh, you know, uh, com comedian lo love and peace forever. <laughs> Skullduggery and snuff porn. Wow. That's the title of the episode. Now, did you guys have a top friends list on there and how curated was it? You know, how conscious were you of who's on this top? And then do you think that's healthy, you know? or it's Yeah, you know, Instagram even tried to do that, like inner circle friends they thing. I don't think... Oh, you have it? You use it? No, I don't use it. But when, if you see a green circle, that means you're in their inner circle. Oh. You don't see a lot of green circles. I don't know. I have to, now I have to go look and feel bad about myself. I wish I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, you don't know who's using it, so. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. But I feel like that was bigger like a decade ago. They were like, oh, yeah. we're going to make you have these little squabbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to cause these little friendship right. squabbles. Right. Yeah, my say's top eight, not, not healthy. Not healthy. 
You think Tom? Where do you think Tom is now? Tom, dude, he did it right, dude. He just fucking retired. We should get Tom on the podcast. Oh, I think he lives in LA. Wow, he probably lives in in Malibu, right? He's just like surfing. They're like, hey, what are you? What are you? He's like, I'm, I'm Tom. Tom, if you're listening, we want you on the pod. We we're getting him on the pod. We're getting you on the pod, and we're also getting Matt Damon and Ben. We're also. We're also getting Matt Damon, Ben Affleck for our 100th episode. Matt and Ben, if you're out there, manifest it. Um, so I wanted to bring this back to uh, to friendship a little bit. Yeah, um, we know uh, a bunch of people who have like met friends on Twitter. We know some writers who got jobs. Writers who got jobs God. on Twitter. What am I doing um, wrong? And you know, what's your relationship with? Like sometimes you'll send me. Um, so Matt is famous for his Twitter threads. Oh. Some of them really good You've ones. You've never seen a Twitter thread so long. Also, pretty viral. Some really viral ones. Really viral. Matt uh, got a really big screenwriting gig a couple years ago. And he goes, I'm going to write a Twitter thread um, to kind of just explain for screenwriting Twitter like how the job came to be. I'm like, great. Very helpful. I look at the first tweet. It says 1 slash 39. <laughs> and it literally... It literally started with some, some, I'm from a town called, he started like, so I was born in 1979. That was the preface. That was literally. That was the, who I give thanks to in this, in this tome. I think it started, I think the first words were growing up. I'm like, bro, you're 43. But, you know, you recently shared with me a Twitter thread you were going to post. We had this, um. A great moment at Sundance. You wrote a Twitter thread about it. And uh, I think I kind of just, I don't think I said don't post it, but I kind of shamed me. I don't, I, did I thread shame you? You thread shamed me. Because it was, it was even for you. Too much. I I forgot what you said. You were like, sometimes I don't want to get out of bed in this job, but this was one of those days where I'm glad I did. (laughs) And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I was going to be vulnerable and care about us. Too much. Sometimes Don't, he goes. Social media hygiene rule number thirty-seven. Yeah. yeah K rules yeah. rule number thirty-seven. Play like a champion. No. Don't overshare. Now, do you? No. I think that's yeah. a good one. I think I was going to overshare or whatever you want to call it. Whatever no, call I'm it. not going to call it overshare. Okay, fine. You're just being a, a fucking boner. Boner. <laughs> but the thing is, here's the thing, Matt, and, and, and I want to know what you think about this. I find that your social media followers who have not met you fucking love you. Yes. And it sounds are. like a backhanded compliment <laughs> coming in like a Scud missile and it's like a radar lock. Well, Scud missile he reference. Goes, People who don't know you really like you. He's like, let me let me phrase this in a way that won't deeply wound you to your core. He goes, you know, your real friends don't like you, but strangers love you. Continue. <laughs> Do I have that about uh about right? I just there. So, <laughs> I just think like sometimes you'll show me a post or you'll post yeah. something, and I'll be like, "What the fuck is this?" And sometimes one of our friends will be like, "What is this?" And then I'll see the response on social people. Yeah. People. Yeah. Now here's what I think. The flip side of what you're actually saying is, here's what I think. You guys are so ingrained of your opinions of your close friends that you won't allow any deviation from what you perceive of them. That happens to me a lot. I think you guys have me pegged in a certain way because you have a lifetime of experience with me Mm. and you will not allow for the fact that anybody newer has a different relationship with me. That's really what it is at its core. And I think that's interesting about friendship. Like sometimes I'm like, 
I get pissed at you guys because like you won't respect me. <laughs> what? Like, that's, really, that's, like, that's really what it is. You're like, I you, you know, your close friends refuse to respect you. Like that's just life, right? Like that's just life. Let's just be honest, right? Like <laughs> as a guy, your close core friends, uh. no matter what you do. They will not respect you because they've seen you just assed up over a toilet <laughs> in Vegas, whatever, with a dildo on your head, you know, and you're like, I'm a doctor now. You know, it's like, no, you're not. Um, so I think part of it is that it's like, okay, sometimes it's nice to have people who are newer in your life that don't know every little dirty nugget about you so that when you say something genuine, they're not like, you're a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> don't say dirty nugget um you i think you actually said first of all this got deep uh i think you said two distinct things one was that your friends don't let you sort of deviate they think yeah. you know you which which was interesting yeah. i want to get back to it. but your second part was you they don't like other people having a different relationship yeah aren't those two sort of separate yes things yeah i think they're you want to address them one by one i'm actually not sure what the <laughs> yeah well i think one of them is your friends not letting you change like you know they just want to see you how they see you right and the other is you know they don't want to let you have a some relationship with other people it's not like a jealousy thing but i think there's a territorial mm -hmm. nature of friendship where it's like wait what these guys are like thinking that he's the, no no i this is this is my guy trust me you don't know shit about him but i think to your first point about yeah. You know, they don't let you devi deviate. I think our point is, but you're not really like that. No, and I, I disagree. <laughs> I, I think you guys just have, I think you especially, I think even our own relationship, even after doing this podcast, if you're knowing me 35 years, yeah. there's still things you refuse to believe about me that are actually me now because like of just, just, just the way that I am. Like when I'm sometimes when I'm being emotional and just like, I feel like you're, you think that's actually not coming from a genuine place. I'll give you that one. Yeah. I think. I think we've both seen, found our each other's emotional size. Here. Yeah, no, but I, I look. I you mean, laid on a little thick in a couple tweets. Yeah, I, come, I, come listen, on, bro. I, I did, and you deleted it. And I, I, <laughs> you, but I need you. But I need you to properly. Right. right. I think that's the thing. They play a vital role. It's a fine line. Your friends play a vital role. Like yeah. in that moment, you tweet shamed me out of being a fraud. I thread shamed. You thread yeah. shamed yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But at the same time, sometimes I'm just like. When you guys are like, you know, making fun of my, you know, whatever it is, a story or whatever. And yeah. a lot of other people are like, yeah, like I, I love birds too. I'm like, no, no, I love birds guys. I'm sorry. Like I'm a bird right. watcher. Like you guys don't understand that side of me. That's fine. And it's okay for you guys to make fun of me relentlessly for it too, but I'm still going to do it. I mean, that is true because that is a fine line. We've actually talked about in the last episode. Your friends are there to keep you in place. Yeah. Your friends are there to make sure you grow, but not change. Yes. Ooh. Yes. I think your friends are there to make sure you're grounded. That's the most important mm. thing, right? You get a little too. I mean, you're tweet fucking. You're that, when, you get a, when those tweets start getting into the clouds, you got to say you're the fucking dude from up. Yeah. Not yeah, yeah that balloon yeah. is is carrying me up. Carol's like, yeah. Don't worry, I have this little. I've got this little pin. <laughs> <laughs> we all, listen, I, I do. I, listen, this is what the podcast is all about, right? We're actually like having realizations yeah. right now in the moment about like the way we even interact with each other. So I think for all of us out there, right, we're all like, oh, he's such a, you know, sometimes you see your friend do something around other people <laughs> that, you know, like they, they, he's such a, he's so full of it. He's like that. It's like, 
yeah, well, maybe they want to be like that, you know, and maybe like that's like that's what you need new friends to no. be like that. No, <laughs> no, I, I I'm gonna restate my thing. Friends are there to help you grow, not change. Mm. I mean, it sounds a little harsher than it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're not gonna change who you are, but you are right. going to grow. Right. I like it. Wow. I feel like we had a huge breakthrough. This felt like therapy. Yeah, I I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be more welcoming and open when I see a different side of you that I don't always see. Oh, I love it. You are very multifaceted. Yeah, but my true friends will not allow it. Yeah, I mean, but I know deep, deep, I mean, I know you're a trash man. Right, deep, exactly. Deep like I sent you guys that video yeah. yesterday, you and yeah. Theo, yeah. of me attempting to drink water with lemon in it. And it was a hard, I swear to God, I spilled it out. <laughs> I took one sip and I spilled it out and I found... Just a, a, one of those water dispensers with no lemon. Producer had another question. Uh, we're talking about Aaron being the documentarian historian of the group. We talked a little bit about being out, taking photos, you know, memorable nights. You have that photo. But we all know those people who take too many photos or try too hard for the photo. So what's, where's the balance there? I have a pet peeve among strangers. When you ask somebody to take a photo of you and your friends, three is the right number, not 30. No, I don't mind if they overtake. 30 pictures? Options. Wow. We had somebody's kid over. Remember when we were all in town? It was like last yeah, Passover. Yeah. Kid literally took 147 photos of it. We asked him not to be in the photo because he was the only person at this big pool oh, I party. That. I, that. <laughs> I will proactively, people taking a selfie, I will go, hey, do you want me to take that? Because it's, it's a better pick. Yeah, I've met so many people that way. Great icebreaker. Ooh, do you want me to take a pic of you guys? Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know if you remember it Sunday. They ever just go, no, leave me alone. Sometimes they go, no, yeah, we're good because they yeah. want it to be selfie. And I also like really, I fucking frame it. I have them, um, what's the call? Is it directing them? I art direct a little bit. Like I have them look back. I've taken so many great pictures Ooh. and they go, thanks so much. But you want to hear one of our buddy Jeff's favorite stories about Ooh. me? Yes. At Coachella, I would, I would use this as like a way to, I, I do the reverse to meet girls. I'd be like, hey. Could you, uh, could you take a picture of me and my buddies? Great way to just go up to him. And uh, he said that I would be drunk and I would go to a girl 50 yards away, be like, hey, can you take a picture? And she'd go, sure. I'm like, they're over there. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. You do the long, long walk. Billy, whatever's the, halftime walk. Completely, completely non-consensual stroll. And I said, will you no, please I'm take saying, a picture? But it's, a, it's a bait and switch. Well, yeah. She goes, sure. Where are they? I go, over there. Yeah, they're, they're, actually, they're actually in Cincinnati. You just but, have to get on a plane with me. But the answer to the question, Theo, it's a fine line. You know, you want to get that good picture. I, I've definitely been like, I really need to, I want to get a good picture yeah. of this, but I'm like, now I'm not enjoying myself anymore. But dude, again, I have my favorites. How, how curated are your favorites on your phone? Like how many favorites do you have of your camera roll? Less than 200. Oh, that's good. I have like 70. How many favorites? But do you I have? only favorite, I don't really favorite. I favorite like when I take a picture of a tax form. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. Yeah, I have our QR code favorited. I've got a tax form favorited. And then in like, I only favorite photos if I need to use them for things. Oh, I, I, I just saved my favorite photos. Yeah, no, my, my, my favorites are for my accountant. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, you know, when I get that photo, I'm like, wow, that was, uh, that was worth it. No, but I, I think, here, how, is this a potential hack? When you ask somebody to take a photo of you and your friends, just say, hey, can you just take like three to five? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't give me that face. 
Um, I understand you don't like getting too many. Yeah, because then you have to sift through like fifty. You agree with me, Theo? When I mean, you have to sift through like fifty photos of the same exact shot. Theo strikes me as that weird Gen Z who has like no photos of himself. Mm. Yeah, I don't take a lot of photos, but you know, oftentimes you're with people. I think fifty is too much. Yeah, yeah. but I generally think you want more than you do. You know, mm. you want to have that 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 safety cushion because what if they take trash photos? So you Here's what have I to take hate. A couple. Here's the worst is when somehow. It ends up on my phone when like Jess and her friends mm. and then like somebody takes a bunch of photos with my phone and yeah. then they're like, send them to me. And it's like, but send me the good that I have to curate. Like, no, I have you to just, you're, are you in the photos? No. So you send all of them. I know. But the problem is, is like, if you don't airdrop them, it takes, it's like impossible to, if you can't get the airdrop working. It's a whole thing. It's a hard knock life. Yeah. For yeah. Matt. <laughs> so what do we learn? I think we learned that your own social feed, that's your curation and you get to do with it whatever you want. But if you're trying to manage your other friends' social medias, I don't think that's right. I think you have to let them express themselves in whatever way they are comfortable with and then you can mute them like you usually do. (laughs) And I think if you are following your friends and you are following what's going on in their lives. That's a good thing. That's a good use of social media that you are up to date in your friends' lives, but you have to remember to IRL it every once in a while. And in conclusion, has this conversation made you rethink any of your social media? Absolutely not. And actually, mute. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, that's our show. Uh, For this episode, we're going to shout out our socials. We're Man of the Year podcast on TikTok and Instagram, uh, we are on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but it's at Man of the Year Pod. And we're also on YouTube. Every episode is streamed on YouTube, so you can see us, Man of the Year Podcast on YouTube. Guys, be good to yourself and be good to your friends. Love, Love you, buddy. You, buddy.